Welcome to On the Rise, Baker's Journal's podcast series for the baking industry. Today, we're chatting with the experts from Caldic Canada. With me today are Kate Tomic, Larissa Lopez de Leon, and Michelle Amiot. Today, we're going to be talking about plant-based options for your bakery. How can you help, say, anyone looking to improve their line? We're looking for people who are trying to increase their product line for either a vegan market or for those who are looking for healthier options, either plant-based or something vegan. So my first question is directed to Kate. How big is the vegan or vegetarian market in bakery? What is the growth rate in the industry, if you'd happen to know it? Um, Okay, so the overall vegan market is on the rise. In fact, some sources show a 600% increase in veganism in the U.S. So that puts the number at around 6% of Americans. The numbers continue to rise as people become more informed on sustainability, environmental concerns, animal welfare, and overall health. As far as baking is concerned, the market is growing rapidly uh, as so many new vegan solutions are available, uh, many of which we'll chat about today. That's really interesting. And so the next question would be for Michelle. Uh, Since Kate had mentioned issues, uh, people are looking for some sort of solution for their overall health. I'm going to ask, what is the difference between plant-based and vegan? Yeah, so these terms are sometimes used interchangeably, but they are actually different. So plant-based doesn't necessarily eliminate all animal products. It just focuses on eating foods from uh, plant sources, whereas vegan, on the other hand, um, completely eliminates all animal products. So an important distinction is that all vegan products would fall under the plant-based category, but plant-based products are not necessarily vegan. One interesting thing is that some companies will choose to market their vegan products as plant-based rather than vegan, just to appeal to a wider range of consumers. So for example, someone who doesn't identify as vegan might stay away from those products because they might think that they have to compromise on, uh, on taste or quality, which isn't necessarily true, but that's, the, uh, that's their impression. So they might be more attracted to something that's labeled as plant-based because they'll think it's healthier, better for you, that kind of thing. In other words, it's mostly marketing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. So um, I guess my next question is for Larissa. Uh, For instance, if if a bakery is presenting uh, something for vegan bakeries or as Michelle brought up, more plant-based options to bring in those who may be vegan curious, what is Caldic most excited about for presenting for bakeries that want to offer something for vegans and vegetarians alike? Um, yes, so um, at Caldic, the bakery team is quite excited with our newly developed Caldic uh, vegan bakery protein blend. So this is a blend for protein enrichment, which is based on pea, fava, and gluten. When working with plant-based proteins, it is important to take into account the amino acid distribution as plant proteins are typically lacking in one or more essential amino acids. So this blend blend of plant-based proteins optimizes the levels of each protein to ensure a good distribution of amino acids. It also offers an easy-to-use option for bakers that are looking to enrich their baked goods with protein. Okay. 
And um, I guess back to Michelle then, um, you know, what is the biggest concern for a bakery that would want to develop plant-based or vegan products, either in terms of protein, as Larisa brought up, or is there any other uh, concern? Um, on a technical side, a lot of these animal-based products are very functional. So just as an example, liquid whole eggs, they give a lot of functional attributes to baked goods. So um, some of them would be volume, structure, stability. They have some emulsifying properties. They also give color and flavor. So if a baker is trying to remove it and replace it with a, a plant-based ingredient, they have to think about all of those functionalities that eggs are delivering, and they might not be able to replace them with one single plant-based ingredient. They more than likely will have to use multiple ingredients. So it's kind of like a building block approach. So it involves a lot of testing to get the right combination of ingredients that will give a finished product that's very comparable to the original with animal-based products. Um, and that's something that Caldig can help with. We have a lot of experience with, with these ingredients, so we can sort of help with the testing stage. Um, and again, back to Larissa, uh, what would be some clean label alternatives for any vegan or vegetarian product line? Um, yeah, so many plant-based or vegan ingredients are considered to be clean label. So for example, many of the plant-based protein sources such as guava, pea, and rice protein are widely accepted as clean label. And as mentioned earlier, and as Michelle mentioned, there are multiple ingredients that might be needed in combination when building back the functionalities of these plant-based ingredients. For example, if gums are required, there are many different gums on the market and some are more clean label than others. If clean label is a concern, then the baker should select ingredients that meet their definition of clean label. So I, you know, for the purpose, I suppose, for the listeners, what is uh, the definition of clean label, for instance? Uh, a lot of people might say, I'm not sure you know, what would qualify. There is no um, real definition um, for clean label. It is really um, consumer to consumer, depending on what uh, they mean by clean label. Some consumers would, uh, or manufacturers, would uh, refer to clean label as um, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, or no chemical preservatives. Others uh, refer to clean label as more natural ingredients, like ingredients that are more um, recognizable um, and used um, in their kitchen pantries. So really when we're talking about clean label, we ask our consumers or our uh, customers what they define as clean label. Okay, so I'll ask uh, again uh, for uh, Larissa, um, since people are worried about eating quality, not necessarily clean label, but certainly the overall quality, how does plant-based products change a consumer's overall product eating quality? There could be a difference in the flavor delivery, especially if a creamy animal-based material is being replaced, for instance, butter. However, there are plant-based materials that can, can help improve mouthfeel or creaminess, and there are also flavors that are um, considered as vegan. So depending on the application, some replacements are more challenging than others. Overall, with some tweaking and testing, 
it is possible to get a very high quality product using plant-based ingredients. Okay. My next question is for Michelle. I mean, since we're talking about labels and uh, I guess overall quality, what label or marketing claims could a bakery make uh, with regards to vegan or plant-based? Um, well, first, when it comes to claims, it's really important that uh, the bakers uh, consult the regulations from the country that the product will be sold in. But in general, usually if the product meets the requirements for vegan or vegetarian, they can usually um, like call that out. And then also if they're using any plant-based protein sources, they could also look at making a protein claim. So depending on the country, um, they have different requirements, like I said, but when, it, when they're working with plant-based proteins, they usually have to take into account the amino acid distribution of the protein sources and also the protein quality and digestibility. And then depending on the level of protein that's in there, they might be able to make a claim such as um, source of protein, high source of protein, that kind of thing. Um, in Canada, would what offices would a baker, I guess, uh, address or seek out any information for their labeling claims? Uh, there are some resources online through um, Health Canada, I believe. Is that right, Louisa? Yes, it's through yeah. Health Canada. Or if, if they're working with us, with Caldic, then we could provide um, that support in terms of regulation requirements too. Oh, that's really good to know. And I guess my last question for this uh, podcast is, what is the cost difference of a vegan or vegetarian product line compared to traditional baked goods that are made with any animal-based products? I guess that's a question for Kate. Sure. Um, so oftentimes consumers will perceive vegan as being more costly. Um, however, that's not always the case. Many times in baking, we are removing high cost ingredients such as eggs, butter, and dairy from the formulation. So the alternatives can be quite a cost effective, actually. That's really good to know. Um, do you have a percentile of roughly what the, the cost difference would be in terms of percentage compared to animal-based products or switching to a, a plant-based? No, we don't have an exact percentage because every single formulation is completely different, to be honest. And like I said, um, you know, if the if the customer is wanting to remove the eggs or the butter, but they want to replace it with something that fortifies their protein options like that, that then it could get quite costly, but it just depends on uh, what the specific goals of the customer are. And um, certainly, Louisa and Michelle are fantastic at uh, helping out with that. Well, thank you all again for taking your time out to speak with Baker's Journal. I think this is of tremendous interest to a lot of our listeners and our readers. Many are thinking of uh, going towards more healthier label changes, especially since the pandemic has made people doubly aware of their health concerns. So again, a big thanks to Caldic Canada and the team. I'm wishing everybody a wonderful day and thank you all again. Thank you.